Welcome to another holiday themed episode of Too Big to Bail. I am Colton Chris Kringle Bazinus, and I'm here as always with my partner in crime, Eric the Grinch Dominguez. Now, Colton, I don't like they use that anti-Semitic word there, the, the Grinch. Uh, Grinch? Yeah, you know, I, I am 2% Ashkenazi Jew. Well, I think, and, indisputably, I am closer to Judaism than you will ever be. Uh, not true. I'm also circumcised, so... You are circumcised, and I, I'm not sure if I am. There's something going on down there. Uh, if you've <laughs> you ever dated me, and you've gotten an up-close look, and you can tell me what's up, with Madingus, I'm afraid to Is ask it, my. Uh, I'm afraid to ask my dad? pastor. Yeah, your dad just. Uh, he was like, hey, you know what? They're in the middle of it, and I'm just like, ah, I don't want to do it anymore. It yeah, my your, dad bailed on my circumcision halfway through. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of like a zigzag down there. Yeah. Boy, anyway, oh boy, speaking oh of Christmas, here it is. It's cr- it's Christmas time again. Uh, the uh, the the seven days of, of Hanukkah have passed. I hope you all had a lovely Hanukkah. Enjoy uh, your Chanukah. I think uh, Kwanzaa starts pretty soon, or by the time this comes out, it probably will have already uh, yeah. passed. I, I wish I knew more about that holiday. It seems really cool. It seems like an interesting. Uh, I, I I remember looking it up once, but I don't remember. I, I don't remember, remember retaining any of the information. Yeah, and I, f- and I also feel like we're definitely not like the guys to get into it. No, I mean, are there good we Kwanzaa changed... movies? There should be. Uh, honestly, the only Kwanzaa thing I remember is the. I don't know if you remember. It's like a Rugrats Christmas special, right? Where it Susie, covers all of them. Su- it covers all of them. And Susie Carmichael was having a Kwanzaa. Because... I have that uh, on on. Really? VHS I found today. I was going through my old VHS I collection. I guess if you ever want to fi- figure out what it's all about. I could pop in. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been in a big holiday mood this year. And it's not just because of the virus. It's, uh, it's everything. I'm just kind of out of it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on it. I'm not feeling well, it. I what mean, you are feeling is a little bit of that Corona Kringle. Yeah, uh... I'll talk about it more in depth in my other podcast on the level, but I did contract <laughs> the virus. Uh yes, this isn't the this isn't the life update and area. No, this isn't. Yeah, I just also I could lay the blame on one of these movies for giving it to me. So sure, sure. And I would yeah, I would say uh, the only reason to really bring it up is it definitely I would say affected your viewing experience. Yeah, I the we watched these two movies and then mm-hmm. hours later I I, be, I fell sick. He was and, down. He yeah. disappeared for days. We hadn't heard from him. We were all worried. I was in a hole. COVID hole. COVID hole. Uh, so here it now, folks. So, I'm not. I'm not 100. I'm like. Not, I'm like 95. I'm almost there. Well, I, I think you're gonna make a full recovery. I have every. I have every confidence in you and in God Almighty. Uh, up above. Uh, God bless. Happy birthday. Um. And so with that, I think we ought to get into some of the viewings of the week, baby. It's time. Do you want to start with yours? We did. We watched yours first. I, we did. We we spun. It's a very Muppet Merry. It's a very. It's a. It's a very Merry Muppet Christmas movie. Two thousand and two, baby. 
2002. Uh, Important to remember. Comes uh, up a lot in this movie that it is 2002. uh, It stars the the classic Muppet crew and uh, the humans are David Arquette. As a as an angel named Daniel and Joan Cusack as the business lady who's the evil business. She's lady. a banker, I think. Yeah, you have the banker business lady. Same thing. She's like well, she like has inherited their loan. Yeah, um, because her her dad died. Yeah, someone and the died. Ca- cameos up the wazoo in this movie. We got cameos from. Carson Daly, Kelly Ripa, Joe Rogan, Molly. Did these are the have... these are the people of 2002. Did you have a favorite cameo in this particular? Uh, 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 I gotta say, easily the Scrubs, easily Scrubs. Oh, that was scrubs, awesome. The entire now, Scrubs yes, cast does the make. entire Scrubs cast and then Colnett. I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm a huge fan of Scrubs. You're a scrub. <laughs> you're a Scrubhead. I'm a Scrubhead. Been a Scrubhead for a very long time. Who's your um, favorite Scrub on Scrubs? I, I I haven't watched the show, man, since I don't know how long. But looking back, surely remember, you can name my, one my scrub. Favorite, it had to be my. It had to be uh, J, uh, J, Mr. J D. Uh, John. Oh John man, J D. and Turk, man, those two. Turk really for me, best. Turk all the way. I'm a Turk, Turk all the way. But they're all. But them together really turkey. was. Was was the whole? Oh, uh, the unit thing. as itself, the scrubs, them, the scrubs as a. Well, unit. no, no, just just J D and Turk was was. Oh, the, okay, I see the the best friends. Yeah, that was. So great. You, you know what? They're a lot like you and me, Eric. Mm. But man, lot to think about there. <laughs> lot to think about. We also we also are stars of a hit TV show about doctors. Uh, so do you want to get into the, the historically? This is right after the. Uh, end of the kind of not terribly successful run of Muppets Tonight, which is beloved to me alone, I think. Uh, it was the, the Muppet show on the Disney Channel that ran for I vaguely remember two it. seasons. Uh, they had a lot of very 90s-esque de- uh, guests. Uh, there's a, a Prince episode, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh... But the weirdest thing is, like, it's hosted, uh, it's not hosted by any of, like, the regular Muppet crew. They just picked a random, uh, member of Dr. T's band to be, like, the host. Hmm. Uh, this he is shows up. He's in there. A movie made by Universal. Yes, this is, uh, really? this is, I think, pre-Disney exclusivity. Yes. Very, uh... Has has that weird weird? It's a, it was a made for TV movie. That makes sense. I'm not sure what channel it was airing on. Uh, and I would assume NBC because Universal and NBC are the same, and yeah. they also talk about NBC within the movie. That is true. I guess let me you uh, hear start. That? Sorry, you. No, I don't hear anything. Mel Brooks plays a snowman. Mel Brooks does voice a puppet snowman that does look pretty fucking close to Jack Frost. And so, and uh, it's—I think they took the Jack Frost. Um, wait, Jack Frost was before this. Yeah, nineteen ninety-eight. Okay, so I think they took the Jack Frost puppet and they just spruced him up a bit and like took away his like human eyebrows and eyes. Yeah. Those God, those human eyes. Those human. That human definitely eyes. is a Jack Frost puppet. I think so. There's no doubt about it. 
Okay, so get into uh, the plot of this thing. We're we're so we're getting opens, close to the ten minute mark, and we haven't talked about what this thing is. It starts off, you know, the it's at the Muppet Theater, and the Muppets are having a Christmas party. I'm sorry Kermit, to interrupt again, but this is a point of contention. Where do you think the Muppet Theater is? I think because it's in like Chicago, like outside Chicago. Chicago, outside Chicago. Why Chicago? I feel like it has a suburb vibe. Because I feel like in its in its, uh, the couple of depictions I've seen of it in, in mul- across Muppet uh, projects, it's either definitely New York or definitely Los Angeles. It's definitely not Los Angeles because it's snowing. That's that's fair. In this particular version, is not Los Angeles, but I think in the later like films, it is Los. You know what? I think w- there's a distinction between the Muppet Theater and Muppet Studios. Yes. Muppet Studios is in Los Angeles. Yeah, and then the Muppet, Muppet Theater, Theater is, is in New like York. New York, Chicago area. Yeah, this I'm just saying. I think for them, it's a very merry Muppet Christmas movie. Mm. It this feels like it's like in the suburbs of Chicago, right? But, but I think in any other version, Muppet Theater. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it starts off with Kermit walking through the party, all sad, and everyone looked like he he looks like he knows something's uh, a foul going on that he doesn't that he's not in control of. He looks down, he looks sad, he's down and out. Peaks and Kermit, and then uh, it Kermit sits on a bench for a very long time until uh, snow no, starts. He, to... No, he he explodes at the Muppets. He yells at the Muppets. He yells at Miss Piggy. Oh yeah, he just uh, yeah he yells at her yeah. Very uncharacteristic. Yeah. He of tells those her to Kermit leave him. Frog. Leave me alone, you wretched pig, you stink pig, and the you, st- you, you greedy little pig. You greedy little pig. He spits on her he, and walks he off. Alec Baldwin's her. You rude little pig. <laughs> he actually has a Tom Cruise meltdown. <laughs> he does. He does have a, a very topical. Tom. I whatever. I, I love that Tom Cruise rant. By the way, it's awesome. Do you think it's true what he's saying in that rant, Mr. Cruise? I is think he, he has a. I saving? think he has a. I, I. I mean, he is making a movie when no one else isn't, right? Making a right, really yeah. big budget, budget movie. And he he is definitely personally invested a lot into making that movie. Yeah, get he's done. not just an actor on the movie. He he's like a big co creator, like executive producer, like right. probably help co write. Like has a put writing tips in it. He has a whole bunch of credits on it. So. But it's just a funny like, him yelling is so funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so wild. funny. <laughs> how did how do you who do you think got the the audio? Who was just like someone oh. on set who was just like uh, record? It had to be like somebody who was like was it one? The you think it's one of the guys who was breaking the no. rules? No, I think it's somebody who knew was close friends with the people who broke the rules and was recording uh, them to protect them. They did it as like a prank. Like I got a great yeah. recording of Tom uh, also like chewing no, you out. There's no, I haven't seen any uh, reporting on why. Like, what was the main thing that ha- it was, made this? They, they were like violating COVID rules, right? Yeah, but it, what exactly were they violating? Like, was it maybe they were like, walking around without masks? Like, I heard things like apparently they're huddled on a computer together, like really close, not adhering to social distancing rules. You know what it is? Is too much onset kissing. Yeah, it was that. No big, more kissing. Big pet peeve of Tom's. Yeah, he does not like kissing. Neither no does, uh, more kissing. No more kissing unless it's a kiss for me. That's a good Tom Cruise <laughs> impression. 
Thank you. It's me, Tom Cruise. Famous actor extraordinaire. Um. Uh, right back to the Mupp- Mary Mary Please, Muppet. Please bring it Christmas back to movie. Mary Muppet. Kermit uh, yells at them, and he goes to sit on the bench. He starts freezing, and snow it's starts it's collecting on his body. And then it's mm. a zoom out, as a zoom out, and then it's you see a computer screen. It's David Arquette working at this angel agency in the sky, mm. and it's like an awful Heaven, David Arquette. Yeah, <laughs> agency. <laughs> Can't wait to go up to that big angel agency in the sky. (laughs) Yeah. My God Uh, gets punched and I go up to the big angel agency in the sky. Angel agency. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay, buddy. That's what you say you heard. Well, <laughs> uh, then William H. Macy, uh, David Arquette's boss, walks by and David Arquette comes up to him and begs him to please open the Kermit case file so we can intervene and get Kermit back on track for some Christmas spirit. He then, William H. Macy turns him down and then he goes to meet God, who is Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Whoopi! <laughs> Making your second appearance first canonically if you are paying attention. And uh, Whoopi is like in this weird grass field and like there's a giant butterfly. Remember the giant CG butterfly? Oh, it looked good. It looked good, honestly. Yeah. It looked like the kind of stuff that they they put in over the uh, the Thanksgiving parade this year if you watched it on Verizon for free. I no longer was, get cable, was it the worst? so I don't get NBC. Was it the worst? It was pretty bad. They, um... The, they did like they kept advertising that there was a free Verizon <laughs> stream and it was basically like a stream of just the section before the parade like becomes the parade uh, and they didn't have the rights to any of the audio of the parade so they were just like piping in this like Christmas music that was playing in a mall somewhere uh, but the only mic that they had on the street was next to like the producers of the parade who were just like uh. talking shit about everyone like really close to the mic really uh, yeah <laughs> oh. but there was also these like weird augmented reality elements they would just like have floating over the parade yeah. it was just like when there was like a, a band playing there was like a big like i don't know jamaican flag or something over them and it was mm-hmm. like what <laughs> is this and they would have like the balloons from like the first Macy's Day Parade that they CGI'd over the this like coming down. It's like, oh, here it comes, and it's like it's not there. Yeah, uh, I guess then it, that's what the butterfly looks like, it, anyways. That's what the butterfly looks like, and Whoopi Goldberg then asks uh, David Arquette what happened, and then they do a fat. Yeah, they, they she pulls does a up lot this... of like questioning for God. Yeah, and she, yeah, for someone you know, who should know everything, right? If you're my god, you're omnipotent. You're supposed okay. to be the alpha and the omega. If you want me to celebrate the birth of your child, you better be omnipotent. Um, they then pull out this. She awful, doesn't know how to work her remote. Work, work, work her remote, and the remote looks like it's from 2002. Man, like looks looks she awful. Pulls Coco out of a bush. Remember that? Yeah. She did, and then she put coffee in a tree. I like the bold choice to um to do no jokes with Whoopi. Yeah, it was she was all she played it very straight. 
Very um, straightforward. Whoopi was tired of being funny at this time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 9-11 was still sinking in. People were just like, you know what? Jokes jokes can take a backseat. We're just yeah. going to have Whoopi very well, stoic. If anybody can heal the nation, it's the Muppets, right? <laughs> sure enough. Uh so then uh, they uh, they go in and they, they start watching the old stuff. And we see the Muppets are planning uh, their Christmas uh, play. And Matthew Lillard is uh, supposed to be directing it, who is playing this right, French Gonzo director. Right, hired Matthew yeah. Lillard, who is French. What you guys say, my first uh, Saving Silverman has to be Gonzo's nose. Gonzo's I just wanna, nose? I just want to grab Gonzo's nose. What do you think it feels like? I don't know. It must feel so soft. I'm gonna feel like a. I feel like it probably feels like a very ripe banana. I just feel like I, I want to pick it up and then I just want to like pick it up. It looks Gonzo. like a very large Cheeto. Yeah. Looks so grabbable. Looks like a gun. A gun handle. It looks like a gun. I'm gonna shoot Is... Gonzo's nose. <laughs> I'm gonna fire that schnoz. They they put on the place Cirque this Delane. Cirque de Soleil, yeah. So, uh, important thing to remember about this is it is 2002, so all of these things are very topical. You, you have a relationship with Cirque du Soleil, right? I do. I have a, I, I have a, a complex and uh, and time worn relationship with Cirque du Soleil. Um, whereas, did, did you ever come to one in Orlando? One of my family's favorite things in the world was to <laughs> really? watch Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> why? And so, in the early days, I don't know why. I can't explain it. I can't recall ever what? liking it myself. I remember the craze. The, I, it was much really in the same terrifying. way that my dad is terrifying. obsessed with the Blue Man Group. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. Your dad is obsessed with the Blue Man he Group. He was. He was. Maybe not so much anymore. I don't know. I don't know if he's interested in anything anymore. But uh, but he was for a time very into Cirque du Soleil and the Blue Man Group. What about um, I just I, I don't know if it was maybe a longing to to experience performance art or <laughs> or it's just like what is this? But I'll tell you what I've seen se- I've seen several uh, recordings of Blue Man Group concerts and two live ones. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, in the early days of Netflix, we would often rent the newest Cirque du Soleil uh, 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 debacle through the mail and try and just watch it. And we never would really talk about what it was about. We would just sit as a family with our popcorn on our laundry watching Was there Cirque a story being told like in these plays? Or Oftentimes just like- there is the story that is being told is 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 um, more oblique. It's more like uh, themes or variations of themes. Uh, sometimes there are like specifically ones that is like the story of man and it's like all right you have to kind of figure out what part of the story of man they're doing with the guy who's juggling plants it's it's you know stuff like that it's it's i've i haven't watched one in so long but like as a kid i i saw probably all of them it's because I grew up in the Orlando area, and Orlando oh, so was was home to like a circus delay theater. Like, yeah, they got soleil, they got soleil fever there. Yeah, and it's still there. I every, think. Like I remember that time, like the two thousand two to like two thousand and like 
six or seven. Like it's just ads, ads forever on like Disney Channel, just like for Cirque du Soleil, like to come to the Cirque du live Circus Soleil thing. Right, you've got like, to see this. They were always terrifying commercials of like yeah, the, well, because they're the, fucking of the clowns coming up to you and like t- kid, touching the kids and like everybody being okay with it. And at the time, I was right. This uh, they, they, they thrive on audience participation. Yeah, it. Which terrifying. is a nightmare of mine. Yeah, terrifying. Mine too. I hate it. Um, but th- that was like a staple. Like I remember, like driving by it all the time. Like the gi- this giant white. Recently, like, they did like they they did famously they did their Avatar themed Cirque du Soleil, and then they did also I think a Beatles themed one, but I don't think they had the rights to any of the music. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe but I'm also, wrong on that. But that, that I know Cirque there's an Avatar one, and I know there's a Beatles one. That Cirque du Soleil theater in Orlando, the one in Disney Springs, mm-hmm. is gone now. It's gone? I, I believe so. It's like I don't think Disney so. Quest I think was. it's still there. Really? I think I think that Planet Hollywood and Cirque du Soleil are still there. I think that um, uh, Disney, uh, the arcade, what, is, what was that thing called? remember that, oh, disney that quest. like disney quest yeah disney quest mad gone replaced with a bowling alley and what a virgin mobile store uh and then i but, but i'm fairly certain so that cirque du soleil I'm, is still there i typed in cirque du soleil and there's the only one is, is there's a pop-up one so the building that the building that is huge gone. building is gone yeah i believe so was it like recent disney is because uh, like i i when i oh. last time i went to, down to disney springs which was after it was called that um it was still there it wasn't it was less than two years ago less than two nope it's still it's still there you're right ha so there oh man we should go they're having a uh circus the soleil drawn to life with disney characters and it looks terrifying Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we should go. We should go yeah. sometime. Yeah. We'll do a live episode from Cirque du Soleil. So um, back, back to uh, the Back to the Muppets. Merry- the Muppets do like a version of Cirque du Soleil, which is basically... I got to say, one of my, another Saving Silverman. I love this. Uh, you liked that? I liked it. It was good. I liked the, uh, the like little Muppet guy who of. was in the little pajamas and he was throwing shit at uh, Kermit. <laughs> There is a like I, the actually, fish I'm, guy, the guy who yeah. throws the fish. Yeah. Oh, he's got a fun name too. It's like um, oh, it's like oh fuck. I'm gonna look him up. Uh, but keep going. Okay, while keep I going. Uh, the the they put on the plate. It's a disaster. A literal disaster. Kermit hates it. And at the end of the rehearsal, uh, oh, I John, found it. Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. The fish throwing yeah. Muppet. His name is. New Zealand. New Zealand. Uh, that is fun. I love Lou. Then Joan Cusack shows up and she's like, "Look, look, you little muppets! You need to make a payments. You're not making payments on the theater." And they're like, "Oh, well, then you you have until this day to pay it, or else it's this theater is mine, and I'm gonna turn it into a giant uh disco." <laughs> she didn't tell them that. She's keeping that plan secret. Secret. She's keeping it secret. But she's, she's going to turn it into turn a, in a, 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 a nightclub, a early two thousands nightclub. So where the raves Mupp- happen. 
and while she leaves, and then a uh, fucking uh, what's Pepe. the strip's name? Pepe Pepe. Pepe, Pepe, Pepe goes with her because he, she thinks she's hot, baby. Yeah, Pepe uh, abandons his friends <laughs> to follow his shrimpy dick. Yep, he's a little simp for her. I think he does at some point, like straight up, like snuff her boobs. Yeah, I'm watching the scene right now where he was painting her toenails. Oh yeah, and Pepe is, uh, Pepe is like the most overtly sexual Muppet. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. Pepe Fox. So then the Muppets are training to put on this great Christmas show because they're going to make all yeah, the money. Yeah, they just uh, decide to scrap it and start over, right? Yeah, and they're they gonna fire Matthew on a great Lilly. show. And Miss Piggy is, uh, she left because she's mad at Kermit, so Kermit had to go find her, and she was on the Do set you? of the Scrubs. Oh, that's where, yeah, she starts cameo as, as a corpse on Scrubs. Where she's fired for talking. Yeah. Love the scrubs. Um, Great two thousand. Do, do you think that it pays well to be a cameo in a Muppet movie, or is it just like no, the I honor of being? I think it's the uh, honor of it. I think it's like mm. it was like it's like this era is weird. I think it like it was the Muppets were kind of not in the light limelight as they once were, and like well, they they kind of dip in and out. Yeah, then this is definitely one of the out years. Yeah, we're in a big out year right now. Yeah. For the Muppets. Which is a bummer. They, oh, they all could get though. They only could get like people who would like. Because if, if you ask anybody on Scrubs to want to be in a Muppet movie, of course they're going to say yes. They're all actors, like yeah. TV actors. I think they have who, a Muppet yeah. episode. I think you're right. And it is NBC, so it would make sense at the time. Scrubs was an NBC show, right? I always forget that because I watched the bulk of it on Comedy Central. Me too. Except for Actually, the final season, I did watch. I did watch on uh, NBC. Well, by final season, wasn't it, uh, wasn't it, it wasn't, like, most of the original cast was gone, right? Yeah, it was, like, it wasn't even about the hospital, it was, like, a medical school. It wasn't even about the scrubs anymore. No. It was, like, a so, new, doesn't, isn't Dave Franco in, like, the final season? I think he is in the final season. Uh, well, we'll cover scrubs another day. They start planning, they start planning, they put on the play for about... 30, 40 people, and they make the money back. That's a good uh, amount of people. It's like 200 people. In that theater? Are you kidding me? It's a full house. I don't think it's that 200 people. I think it's like 60, maybe. Mm, I don't know. There's a balcony. It's It's not like a huge theater, but it's like a movie theater. Movie theaters seat like 100, 200 people. Sure, I'd say 100 then. Uh, they put okay. on the play. It's a huge success. Everybody has a great time. They do a fucking uh, Moulin Rouge called Moulin. That's Scrooge. true. They do. It is 2002, so they do do a big Moulin Rouge parody. Everybody loves Moulin Rouge. They do acknowledge uh, the fact that that movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They give. They after after the play, it's they a pretty. Get, stri- I'll you know I'll admit it's a pretty striking visual resemblance to the movie. They they nail yeah. it pretty well. Um, the, have you they, ever seen uh, that that film? I've seen bits and pieces of it. I never watched it fully. It's a lot. Uh, they give the they get all the money, all the take from the box office, and they give all the money to uh, Fozzie in a big bag, a comically right. large bag full of money. 
And while well, on they, his way, they give it to him because they realize they have to get it in by tonight because yeah. Joan has changed their contract. Yeah. And they only know that because Pepe has changed his mind about Joan. He's like, she's not that hot. Never mind. Uh, well, she's not into him. She is like a, a guy that follows her around who's like clearly like banging her. Yeah. So on his way to deliver the money, he runs into who else other than the crocodile hunter. Who mistakes Fozzie for biggest celebrity? Who mistakes Fozzie for an actual bear and starts chasing him around? And Fozzie is scared. Mistakes him? I think he's an actual bear in this universe. Uh, yeah, but he's he's not like a real. But there's more realistic bears. He looks but I harmless. think he mistakes him for a wild bear. Yeah. Uh, which is hard. He's wearing clothes. He's not wild. He's got a hat. Yeah, and he has a bag with a money sign on it. So mm-hmm. Fozzie runs and he ends up going do you think, into it. Do you think uh, they offered it to the real crocodile hunter? Yeah. <laughs> and he said no. Yeah, he said no. He's like, oh, Why would you he want me to no? fly he does, in from He does Australia? silly shit like this all the time. They had to have offered it to him. This seems they got like, like for so else, up right? his alley. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They got some fucking doofus doing an impression. Fozzie uh, mistakenly gets uh, runs into like a a, a tree processing tree plant. painting. Yeah, yeah, where he turns green and people think he's the Grinch. Well, they get a paint gets in his eyes too, so yeah. his eyes are all yellow, and he looks he looks high. Honestly, <laughs> he looks pretty fucked up. He looks <laughs> he looks pretty he messed up. <laughs> yeah, he's been drinking too much. Uh, he, uh, so, he then runs so into actual a, a Who's Claus. from Whoville think that he is the Grinch who stole their Christmas. Yeah, it's kind of disgu- they look disgusting. They look gross. But to be fair, the Who's in the Grinch movie they look pretty fucking gross too. Yeah. Um. They if uh, he runs into a real Santa who has a green bag just like him, he mistakes that a Santa's real bag Santa. For- you know, like a Santa, a, uh, our, uh, like a Salvation Army Santa, a Santa with a green bag, and he picks up his bag by accident. You know, like a Santa with a green bag. <laughs> with a green bag, he gets to the, uh, he gets to the Joan Cusack's office, and then there's a Mission Impossible thing with the lasers. I think, I think that's, I think that's definitely a uh, Ocean's Twelve reference. Ocean's Twelve, you think? Yeah, yeah, where the yeah, French yeah, guy yeah. has to like dance, dance yeah. by the lasers. Oh my god, Ocean's Twelve. Yep. Do you remember uh, that? That's very that that has like a strong Cirque du Soleil influence too. Yeah, especially that guy, that French actor. Uh, yeah, definitely. He uh, he delivers the bag, and it turns out it's wrong, and he misses it because he arrived it's just one full minute. of Santa so, things. Yeah, it's full of garbage, really. Santa's garbage. Santa, that whole was Santa's garbage. It's his whole life. He fails yeah, and he stole he, that Santa's whole life, and all he left him was like what, like eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. He uh, failed and and uh, failed Kermit and Kermit, and that's where we kind of catch up to real time. Where yeah, Kurt, we'll be, he has it took to us tell whole Kermit hour. What happened? It took us whole hour to get there. Is that true? A 50 whole minutes. Hour? It took us like 55 minutes to get there. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm at the runtime right now. There's a now. lot of bits along the way that really don't land very well. Like a lot of the bits are about like how it's 2002 and the Muppets <laughs> know it. Yeah. 
then it's pretty it's a pretty time stamped movie. Whoopi Goldberg gives David Arquette the okay to go down there and help Kermit, but then she hands him a what is it? God, I just saw it. A book. Oh, it's the uh, uh, dummy oh, yeah. for dummies saving <laughs> saving Kermit the Frog for dummies performing miracles for dummies. There you go. I've never. I've. I think my parents had one of those books, and it wasn't. I think what it was, was like it? A, raising raising a dumb ass child for dummies. <laughs> raising a dummy for dummies. No. Having your having a dummy of your own. Uh, he goes down. What if there. it was like finger painting? Finger painting for dummies. <laughs> what would be the worst for dummies book to find on your parents' shelves? Hmm. The worst for dummies. Hmm. How to make cereal for dummies? That's pretty bad. How to make cereal? <laughs> to make your own cereal for dummies. That's the worst thing you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing. How to make cereal? Dad, I have to tell you, I found your How to Make Cereal for Dummies book, and I'd like you not to speak to me anymore. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, <laughs> that didn't go where I thought it would, but uh, I'm happy to see it. All right, so he, so uh, Officer Doofy gets the gets the guide, the dummy's guide to making Muppet happy. And he goes down. He sees Kermit, and he tells Kermit kind of what's up. And Kermit starts yelling at him, and he starts yelling, "I wish I've never been born." He yells it. He yells it so many times. He sure does. And David Arquette's like, I have to follow the rules. And if you ever say that, I have to show you what happens if you're never born. That's right. The last 20 minutes of this movie are It's a Wonderful Life. So it's a wonderful life. The most the 2002 version of It's a Wonderful Life possible. He sees the the world and it's 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 terrible the Muppet Theater is now a mall that is owned by Joan Cusack who has a statue of her stepping on the world I think yeah Rizzo's on Fear Factor he's what Rizzo's on Fear Factor with Joe oh yeah Rizzo Rizzo is like about to be eaten on Fear Factor yeah did you like the Joe Rogan cameo I didn't. I almost didn't recognize him with the hair. He looks so different. He looks like a totally different person. Yeah, he looks. He literally looks like half the man he is now. Yeah, <laughs> literally he is. Yes, <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think at some point Joe Rogan ate his evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> and just like gained his power. Just like he's so bulky. He's like. He's like insanely jacked. He's so powerful. I don't like it. It's like looking at him. Then I'm like, I could see how he talked people into being on Fear Factor. Yeah, he was good at that like, job. Dude. If Joe Rogan awesome. now came up to me and was like, "Would you like to be on Fear Factor?" Like, get the fuck away from me! You look insane. <laughs> you want to be on Fear Factor? Are you going to eat me on Fear Factor? He uh, so then Kermit goes to the to the uh, nightclub. I feel bad about saying that Joe Rogan looks insane. Joe, you look great. Just hang in there, bud. Twenty twenty is crazy. Do better. Do better. Uh, do better. Then we what's go- <laughs> uh, what's Gonzo up to? I don't think we. I, we, I haven't gone. To Gonzo we see yet. Gonzo first. Do we? Gonzo is living in the mall and he is panhandling uh, professionally. He will do a stunt for money. <laughs> oh my God, it's so dark. <laughs> yes, 
Uh, and then uh, we let's just go through the Muppets that we see one by one. Oh, you know what? The mall is not the Muppet Theater. The Muppet Theater has become the, the nightclub, the club, which I think is just called Dot, which is just a picture of a dot. Yeah. And so it's a rave club. And uh, the doorman is, of course, Professor Bunsen, yep. uh, Bunsen Honeydew. Uh, and, uh, and he's got like, is, uh... he looks like, uh, he actually looks a lot like Joe Rogan now. Um, <laughs> he does. And, and then inside the club, we do see <laughs> that Scooter has become a cage dancer. <laughs> I'm watching the scene right now. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> which is awesome. pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. See, like, but we see, also, like, just a pair we, of Muppet we, legs we, yeah, in, like, see, this cage, in this go-go dancer Ray, cage. And Raver. I assumed right away. We see I assumed Raver it was gonna Sam be, like, Eagle. Janice or something. I mean, that would make more sense. We're the choice for that. But no, it's Scooter, baby. Scooter's dancing. Dude, that's an awesome scene. It's like oh, we do see before we get to the club, the club dot. We do see um, that the Electric Mayhem band has, for some reason, become a Celtic river dancing band <laughs> yeah. because there was that brief period of time where America was really into river dancing and like the Lord of the Dance and stuff. Uh, and this 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 movie wanted to acknowledge that. Couldn't let that get by. Uh, what else? Uh, well, who else is in the club? Sam Eagle, dude. Sam Eagle's raving. Sam Eagle has become a rave man. Um, <laughs> Watching Scooter dance, man. He was do you remember he the earlier in the movie where we saw Sam and he had like bangs? Oh, like he's yes. usually a bald eagle, yes. but he had like feather bangs for some reason. For one scene, it was weird. Like for one scene, and then it never happens again. Yeah. He goes in um, the uh, Kermit is in the club. He's he's he sees Joan. And he confronts her, and then fucking Bouncer Beaker comes out with like, oh big yeah, muscles. Beaker who is just fucking jacked. He's ve- it's very Kermit. funny. He has like a deep voice. He's yeah, like, he's, beep, like beep, 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 beep. Yeah. he's got a, he's got a tribal tattoo around his on his yeah. fucking enormous pink arms. Yeah, and then uh, he runs into Fozzie, who's a homeless bear. He's a homeless bear who picks his pocket. Yeah. Um, uh, any high points in in this? I mean, any, scooter any dancing. Saving Silverman's. Yes, dancing cage dancer scooter. Yeah, that was that's easily it. He oh, then, yeah. oh, then we get to a really controversial scene. He goes uh, to visit Miss Piggy, who's oh, living yeah. with a bunch of. I cats. didn't care for this part. I didn't care for most of this movie, but no. I didn't care for this specifically. Uh, she's uh, she's living with a bunch of cats in an apartment. And she's, she's become she's a cat moonlighting lady. as a. Uh, as a Jamaican, a phone psychic, yeah, Jamaican, Jamaican phone, psychic. Jamaican phone psychic, very bad impression by Miss. Pretty rough, yeah, pretty rough. And, and Kermit's uh, even like, he's like, "You're not Jamaican," and she's like, "No, yeah. I'm acting." And he's like, "I don't think that's all right." <laughs> and then she's like, "Get the fuck out of my house, you frog!" Yeah. And then Kermit goes back to the mall, and then he sees Gonzo playing the guitar, singing. Yeah, the the one song that is in this movie. It's it's yeah. actually, you know what? I like the song. It's yeah. uh Everyone Matters. Everyone matters. He sings a song, Everyone David Arquette hears matters. it and he tells and he brings Kermit back to reality. Yeah, what's Kermit, he been up to? Did he he lost Kermit at some point? Yeah, he just he lost Kermit. I think Kermit went it's, to go visit Miss Piggy, and he went to go fuck I off. I think the, the energy in this in this whole like special is like really off. It's not like I don't know. Yeah. It seems really desperate. 
doesn't Kerm- feel Muppety yeah. in the right way. Kermit comes back and he figures out some plan. They find a loophole in the contract, and uh, they you uh, don't he, he no Christmas. that's not what happens. Uh, Pepe the Prawn, of course, uh, saves the day by re- revealing that on Christmas Eve he has gotten the Muppet Theater declared a oh a uh, landmark, a national landmark, so that it can only ever be the Muppet Theater. Uh, so while she does own it still, it is useless to her because she can never change it into Club Dot. So she gives it back, I guess. She gives it back, and then she fights Miss Piggy in an epic oh, kung yeah. fu battle. Oh that's, yeah, that's, they, uh, they lip sync terribly to make it feel like a ch- Chinese Chinese foreign film. That's funny. Now that's funny. Uh, oh no, that's funny. They fight. They give it up. It's they have another party or whatever, and uh, yep. Bob's your uncle. That's the movie. Bob's your uncle. Everyone matters again. He's reprised, and uh, and it's truer now than it was then. What a film. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I this is um easily my least favorite piece of Muppet uh <laughs> Muppet media. Close. Not even close. Like, yeah. may, maybe like like miles above it. Is next in line is maybe Muppets Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Uh, Woofa Yeah, I guess it's back. But to, even uh, a bad Muppet movie is a Muppet movie, and there are lights at the end of that tunnel, and his name is. Buff Beaker, and he's here to fucking rip you a new asshole, and you want it, don't Bring you? Don't you, back. you dirty dog? Bring Buff Beaker back. I say bring Buff Beaker back. It's time for the Beakerverse to erupt. <laughs> the Beakerverse. You know that the next like time the Muppets like get into get into like the limelight again, they're gonna try. They're gonna have to parody like how everything is a multiverse thing now and they're gonna have to do like the muppet multiverse and it's gonna be exhausting maybe funny i don't know but it's it's mostly gonna be exhausting the muppet verse the mup into the muppet verse into the muppet verse now colton we're 42 minutes in and we're finally getting to your film which honestly has to be one of the worst holiday movies i've ever seen well, My own two knives. It's it truly a work of art. I don't even know I how to describe this I certainly wouldn't uh, wouldn't take it as a holiday. <laughs> so I naturally watched with my good friend and uh, backup holiday Eric uh, the film Holiday. It's a Netflix original. Um. It's not specifically a Christmas movie as much as it is every holiday movie, but it starts on Christmas. So we are going to count it. Um, Eric, had you ever heard the term holiday before? I can't say. I mean, I'm not did you, in those... You, did uh, you immediately like figure like that's what it is? It's a Yeah, hol- I'd be like, the last person to know what a holiday is, you know? Aw. I'm, I'm always home for the holidays. You gotta write Santa. He'll bring you a holiday. His double wide surprise ass. <laughs> home for the holiday. I want a Christmas movie where like somebody there. It's a nice relationship. Like someone falls in love with Santa and they like he fucks them. I'm pretty sure that that either Lifetime or or I'm talking about a male on male Santa relationship. Oh, here. like a gay Santa thing. Yeah, he's like. 
Oh yeah, it is an old man. I wrote man. a movie called Gay for Santa. Gay for Santa. <laughs> but it, it's called that, but it's like treated like really like respectfully. It's like a real call me by your name thing where a, a, a relatively young man falls for the much older Santa Claus, like the inappropriately like aged up Santa Claus. Yeah, I'd watch that. Uh, that sounds I'm interesting. I mean, yeah, I'd cast a cast a wide net there. Here's the thing, though. It's got to be about how Santa's, like, constantly taking lovers, but, like, they are, he is immortal and they are not, so he always has to watch them. Like, and the, uh, the theme for the, like, the, uh, it's a vampire situation. The, the title song will be, like, a remix of Santa Baby. Santa the Baby. Baby. Just a really, like, we'll get, like, like a, a male quartet. Santa Baby. Santa Baby. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, get at us, Universal. All right, so we're going to talk about Holiday. It's it uh, starring Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey, who I did not recognize at first, uh, but he is in the remake of uh, Point Break. Never He's saw the... it. I never saw it either, but I recognized him from the trailer. Uh, he also, uh, he looks like if Ike Barinholtz was handsome, like if he was like traditionally handsome, Ike Barinholtz is non-traditionally handsome and very funny and a good guy. And I actually would have enjoyed seeing him in this movie, although not with Emma Roberts, with maybe somebody else who's funny. Mm. Um, yeah. You know what, you know what would have really made this movie sing for me? Two funny people in the lead roles. Yeah, that would that would have been great. That would have been that would have been um, the ideal, honestly. So let's get into what this movie is. I have a summary here. It is sizable. All right. I'm, uh, by the way, in the new year, I have uh, vowed to start taking my own notes during these movies instead of just like relying on the Wikipedia summaries that we've used so far. Beautiful. We'll see how we'll see how long that goes. All right, so Emma Roberts played Sloane, who is a young woman living in Chicago who hates the holidays due to the judgment she receives from her family for not being in a relationship. Don't you hate it, Eric? Oh, you know the pain. You know the pain. You know the pain. Having recently broken up with her boyfriend, her mother Elaine is constantly trying to set her up with a new man. Much to Sloane's annoyance. Oh, yes. Meanwhile, in Evanston, Illinois, just outside of Chicago, Jackson is a young Australian golf instructor stuck spending the holidays with a girl he has no interest in pursuing a serious relationship with and her family. Uh, Later that night, his date becomes angry with him for not getting her a Christmas present. A ridiculous notion, by the way. Yes, they've been dating for a few months. She told him not to get... yeah, I think it was less than that. It was like very, it was very new thing. It was, you know, I think it was like three weeks. Yeah, it was like very, very recent. Yeah, and and her her family like gets him like a matching sweater they and wants to do like photographs with them, and I can see why it's it's a bit much. Um, 
Okay, sorry, I had to pull up, I had to pull up my saving silverman's to remind myself if I liked anything in this movie. Uh, but I found them. There they are. All right, so uh, one of my saving silvermans is in the introduction to Sloane's family. Um, we see that her aunt, who is played by Kristen Chenoweth, uh, is a bit of a a bit of a uh, a date hound, and she is getting dates left and right, constantly bringing even strangers to holidays, uh, including this year she has brought a uh, a mall Santa who nobody knows, uh, and he's just this this nice this nice black guy who's he's eating a lot of the food, which is like played for laughs. But I was just like, you know, he's hungry. Let him fucking mm. leave him alone. And uh, he's you want people to eat? Let him eat. He is one of my saving Silvermans because he is a charming character, and I'm pretty bummed they only bring him back as like a joke once. And it's like, yeah. no, nah, bring this guy's cool. Someone should end up with this man. Uh, but but he is brought back when one day after Christmas is over, uh, Sloane and uh, Jackson have a chance encounter when both are returning presents uh, they received that they didn't like. Uh, Sloane, of course, got big big pajamas and uh jackson was given several pairs of expensive pants and they don't want them so i guess the only thing they can do is like still granted there's a girl behind them who is my uh second saving silverman she's behind them in line who keeps chiming in she's very funny and charming and should be a main character in this movie um and one of the funny bits about her is that she uh, she's kind of, you know, eavesdropping in, and they're talking about tattoos or, at some point. She's like, I have a bad tattoo. And she lifts her shirt, and on her ribs is a tattoo of Matt Lauer. And uh, she says, yeah, I was a big fan of the Today Show. And I th- I was just hooting and a hollering and oh, having yeah. a good time. And I said, surely they wouldn't just throw this joke away. This person's going to, they're going to become friends and she's going to stick around. But no, um, the, this character credited only as princess Leia in the credits because she does have princess Leia braids on, uh, disappears completely from the film. A side character never to be seen. Much to my chagrin. We spend the majority of our time with Sloan and Jackson. And I can put my notes down because the, uh, the last Saving Superman doesn't come in until a very crucial part of a movie. <sighs> so, Sloane tells Jackson about her Aunt Susan who brings a new date for every holiday gathering, uh, which she dubs as a holiday. So she coins the term, I guess. Uh, and then they run into the 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 cool Santa that that came to Christmas dinner. He's at the mall, and he recognizes Sloan. And is like, "Hey, Sloan, what's up?" And she's like, "Oh my god, oh my god. I can't Don't be seen talking dude. to this mall Santa." And it's like, "Fuck you, man. Talk to him. He's being nice. Too good. Fucking her. rude. That's you know what? That's one of my big big drag downs is that Sloan is like rude and unlikable. Terrible person. And uh, Jackson is rude too, but he kind of seems to grow as a person as the, as he like progresses through the movie. And Sloane is pretty one note throughout. Yeah, she is like um, a, a, a sad, pathetic character. Let me tell you. So is he, but he's like a weird because we don't we, we get to see all of Sloane. Like we get to see Sloane at her worst. We don't right. Really get yeah, to because see it's Sloane's movie. I didn't. Yeah. 
like I thought this was going to be like a divided kind of narrative where we follow about these people as they like go through their their year. But no, it is Sloane's movie and occasionally we get a snippet of what Jackson's life is. So we don't really get to understand a whole lot about why he is changing and becoming a better person other than just assuming that in the season the the seasons between their dates, by the way, they they agree to be holidays we, or oh God, this she she like scoffs at the idea and he's like all right well if the valentine's day comes around or no shit <laughs> they're going to do new years they're going to do um uh, they're going to do new years as their first holiday um and and they do it they go to a fucking party they go to the skyfall party which of course celebrates the, the release of the party. film skyfall and <laughs> everybody and loves the skyfall new year's, party new year's eve and uh they have a great time. They are like, even this, everyone in this movie loves Skyfall. It's true, yeah. and it can't be denied. Um, But they're having a great time at we'll this party. They're clearly, even this place. summary says they are clearly enjoying each other's company. Um, oh, the, the What happens, what goes wrong is that when Sloane, like, inadvert for, like, I don't know why, she, like, switches dresses with a woman who is clearly going to be proposed to, who has spilled, like, an obscene amount of wine on herself. So Sloane is now walking around in, like, a super wine-stained dress that shouldn't fit her because the two women are not, like, the same... They're not... But they do, after they, they call back to a joke that they were having earlier and they're going to do the dirty dancing lift and the dress like rips and shit and like Sloane instantly is like, well, I'm never going to see this guy again. But the, of course they see each other again. They, they decide to be Valentine's dates when Valentine's rolls around. Uh, Sloane initially declines baby. this offer because she believes that they could find real dates uh, by then. And uh, of course... Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. February rolls around. It's Valentine's Day. Sloane runs into her ex-boyfriend. Oh, oh, fuck! I forgot. Sloane's little brother, like, in, like, proposes to his girlfriend at the in like the opening scene, and so Sloane looks like pretty sad. Oh, so she's uh doing she's doing like wedding shopping with that with that person. <sighs> Gosh, this is gonna be a long one, huh? And uh, and so while she's doing wedding shopping with that that girl, she runs into her ex boyfriend, who now has a new girlfriend. Uh, while they're shopping for candy in a special candy store, and Jackson is walking by, he takes notice and pretends to be her boyfriend, and they leave together. But they agree that it is safer to be each other's holidays from that point on to avoid further trouble like this and they want to stay platonic they're not gonna bang no. they're not gonna have sex they uh, these, uh, it's worth noting in case you don't look it up or fucking infer these two people are incredibly attractive and clearly into each other yes. uh, but we're not even uh, halfway into this movie be, and they're like oh we're not gonna have sex and it's like okay so they spend, well, let's skip ahead to the next holiday, St. Patrick's Day. They spend that together. Uh, they get drunk. Easter comes. They spend that together. They go to brunch. 
Uh, it's clear these two are becoming genuine friends. However, by the time Cinco de Mayo rolls around, they end up getting drunk. And the next day, it's highly implied that the two had sex mm. the night before. They yes. wake up in a state of undress. In her apartment, um, she ends up on the floor and he ends up on the couch. And they're both pretty close to nude. Yeah. This movie, like, it fakes that it's raunchy. This film would not pass. This movie this fakes that it's raunchy. This film would not pass raunchy. the Hays Code. Yeah, no, no, no. This movie fakes that it's like, oh, we're, you know, we, we're going to say the F-bombs. We're going to, you know, we're going to say dicks. They, yeah, it ha- they have, like, the language that they can use, but they can't show They anything. use it in the way, like, an ant does. Like an, like, yeah. a cool, like an ant who's trying to be cool, like, to, like, the older that, This movie definitely has trying to be cool ant energy all over it. Yeah. It was like uh, a, it's like, hey, it's cool if you use the f bomb around me, and it's like, all right, cool. Okay, <laughs> I will. Want a cigarette? <laughs> well, hey, want a cigarette? Want a little sip of wine? Sip of wine. This, yeah, this movie did ask me halfway through if I wanted a little sip of wine, and I said I wanted the whole bottle. I <laughs> want the bottle, bitch. Uh, but before they, but they, they can't remember what happened. So they, and there's no evidence. Uh, their their bodies don't recognize if they've had sex, so they decide to move past it. Uh, when Jackson doesn't seem to care whether or not they had sex, Sloan vehemently denies it, and they go about their lives pretending nothing happened. But then the 4th of July comes, and Jackson has become quite close with Sloan's family because he keeps popping up to holidays and shit. And I don't know why, but Sloan f- spends every single holiday with her family she doesn't have any friends i think she's a a lonely human she doesn't have a single friend he has one friend the guy he works with the vine man uh and he has the the only scenes he ever we ever see with him away from her is with the vine man and they're always pretty brief and he's like what are you up to relationship wise he's like i don't know I don't know. Uh, maybe this girl is like, you should do that. And it's like, okay, thank you, Vine Man. You're referring to so, the great Viner, King Bach, of course. Everyone's favorite Viner. Yeah. King Bach. Yeah. Cool. He his had a sex King? tape come out. Yeah, he had a sex tape come out, and it was oh, very really? flattering. Was yeah. yeah, it was very flattering. Oh, really? Yeah. He had a big hog. Good for him. Mm. He has the confidence of somebody who has a big hog, but not exactly like the comedy chops of someone who doesn't have a big hog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's the 4th of July. Jackson has become quite close with Sloane's family and is good friends with her little brother, York, uh, who he's been teaching golf for a year and nobody knew it including York's bride-to-be who is quite concerned that they don't know very much about each other it's a a pretty underlying aspect of this that matters so little what for a second um who's the what's the uh what's the line from Hubie Halloween when it's that girl that that girl in Shaq and she's like wait are you for real what did she say whoa are you for real Thanks. Just thinking of uh This is Hubie Dubois. Whoa, for real. For real. 
That's my favorite line in the whole movie. Yeah, that's a great. I love that because you can like I want to like because like you can uh, use it all the time. Yeah, because I was thinking of like you know when you watch those porn like like King Bach has that dick where you like when you if you ever see a porn you like and you're like it's like <laughs> it's oh that dick guy where you look at it and you say yeah. whoa Are for you real. real? I'm glad that was rattling around up there. Oh man, I'm, it's rattling. That's the only thing up there. <laughs> All right. Well, so uh, Jackson has made another friend in York, who is Sloane's brother. So Jackson's being a, a pretty productive person, making friends. Um, but uh, while setting off firecracker, oh, by the way, this whole time, a couple of different times. Uh, Sloane's mom has been trying to set her up with a doctor uh, who I guess is her neighbor maybe uh, who is named Farouk and is handsome and a doctor Um, but he has a thing and they even actually well we find that out later but they actually seem to have like chemistry until he meets the aunt who he clearly has more in common with Uh, so okay okay Oh yeah, so the ant, the joke with the ant is she keeps bringing like either super hot young guys or super weird old guys to holidays. Uh, to the Fourth of July, it is a super weird old guy who is smoking weed, and so everyone gets a little stoned for the holiday. Um, and so while they're setting off firecrackers, Jackson blows part of his finger off. Uh, no, he blows his whole finger off. Yeah, it's his <laughs> whole thing. And Sloane is forced to drive thing. him to the hospital to get it reattached. Uh, she can't drive, so naturally, the Stone family is like, well, you're the best choice to do this. Um, also, there is a, a, a second B plot where Joan's older sister, or sorry, Sloane's older sister, is kind of dissatisfied with her life as a mother of three uh, with a like a husband who is, you know, pretty. Uh, he's pretty caught up in being a dad. He's a good dad. Uh, yeah, he's like he's being a really good dad, and his mom's like bored with it, or the mom, uh, his his wife is bored with him being a good dad. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> no sympathy for me. I'm sorry. She I should be more sympathetic. Um, so they get, they get, so the two go to the hospital, the, the, the main character, Sloan and Jackson to get his finger reattached where they smoke weed in the hospital and are basically given a tut tut for doing so. Hated that. Uh, that sucked. (laughs) And how, um, how is that? Okay. How do you, how do you like you, if that, like that, like you can't, that doesn't fly. yeah, I don't know. Uh, Farouk, they run into Farouk, who is at that hospital, like, helping with surgeries, I guess. And he reattaches the finger. Uh, but before that, Sloane uh, flirts with, with with Farouk. And Jackson becomes visibly jealous. <sighs> so uh, Sloane takes Jackson back to his place where they end up touching hands and experience a moment touching of attraction me. hands touching <laughs> hands reaching out 
Touching me, touching you. And so I'm not even going to fucking justify the rest of that. Um, Jackson becomes fearful that he and Sloane will become too serious. I don't remember that happening. And decides to find a new holiday. Oh, that that was like in one of those rare scenes with uh, King. King. King Hog. King Hog. Uh, and so he convinces him to find a new holiday at his friend's oh the suggestion of his friend Neil he has a name Neil Neil King Hog Neil King Hog tells him he's got to get a new date and so um they they go to Halloween with different dates or no it's uh they go to it's a, it's the it's her brother's uh, wedding, which is also on Mother's Day. No, it's not Mother's Day. It's after. It's after Fourth of July. Is it Labor Day? It's Labor Day. Yeah, it's Labor Day. That's her not wedding. even a holiday. That doesn't count. There's yeah. no fucking way. Fuck you. This fucking. <sighs> okay, so. They both bring different dates to her brother's wedding. She brings Farouk naturally. Um, and and of course, Jackson brings her aunt, Susan. Oh, of course. Which, what, I can't believe he thought was an unacceptable idea. <laughs> um, uh, however, their dates end up becoming attracted to one another while at the wedding. And the two, dis- uh, they, they dance real sexy. Uh, and so the two yeah, decide yeah. to resume being holidays for Halloween. Oh, brace yourself! This is where one of my 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 final my final saving Silverman comes. So they go to a Halloween costume party together, and Sloane's sister Abby uh, becomes acquainted with Neil, uh, and the two hit it off. Even though she is married, cool. Um, so because she's distracted by all the social stuff, uh, Abby accidentally feeds Sloane a fuck ton of laxatives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Sloane and Jackson also run into <laughs> Sloane's ex boyfriend and his heavily pregnant, pregnant girlfriend. So, uh, Sloane becomes pretty upset. Uh, and is given a drink of what she thinks is antacids. Oh, sorry. I guess it, it is in the summary. Uh, but it's actually a bunch of laxatives. And she gets sick uh, and wants to leave. Jackson takes her back to her place to uh, take care of her until... No, no. They tried to skip it. No, no. <laughs> Here's what the summary says. Jackson takes her back to her place and takes care of her until they end up falling asleep and having sex the morning after. That's not what's true. What happens? No. She shits herself so yeah. aggressively <laughs> th- that you can hear it through the wall. Yep. And and Jackson, for some reason, Loves like is like hosing is like hosing her off in the shower. Like yeah. she's sitting down, and he's like, like he's like, that's he, he like, like, right. He has like a, a detachable hose, and he's just like holding the running, hose over her back. He's like hosing her down in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? She can 
move? What? What is this? So she's, she's literally hosing the shit off of her own back. <laughs> <laughs> And is apparently so enamored with this process that they fall asleep in each other's arms and make sweet love the morning after he witnesses her shitting herself. That's How long, the, Colton? That's What's the, the turning point for you? in the. Re- how long after after seeing someone shit themselves would I be interested in sex uh, yeah. with them? Yeah, it would. Twenty four hours. To be honest, I. I would have to be so in love with the person to like, <laughs> like even consider it. I think I would like if someone saw me shit myself. I think th- my relationship with that person is done. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would have to cut them out of my life so hard. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> and, and to let to let them see me again. Let a, let alone like like be like all right, let's fuck. God, it's absolute oh lunacy. The day after, <laughs> the day after someone stone cold sober saw me shit myself and then hosed the shit off of my back, <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, I know that was rough, but let's oh make love." Oh God, uh, yeah, I don't this. think it would happen that way. Oh God, thank you. Uh, but that is my third and, f- and final saving Silverman is that <laughs> is that Emma Roberts shits herself so badly that they fall in love. God, this is this is legitimately the point where they like decide they have feelings for each other. Oh, you know, oh, just after God. I shit myself, he was just there for me. It was. <laughs> What a fucking shit show. Oh, all right. So. <laughs> so Sloan is clearly nervous about the whole thing. <laughs> believing that they made a mistake. <laughs> so moments later, Abby busts in and is like, yo, I kissed. I kissed. Uh, I King. kissed King Hong. King Neo King Hong. Uh, and. And and Joe Sloan uses as an excuse to rush Jackson out. Um, oh boy, boy! And then she he... blames him for leaving. Then this is where their rift begins because she blames him for leaving, and she kind of rushed him. Yeah, out there's there. like a riff immediate. Like after the second they like feel for each other after you know the shit, uh, they immediately like tear it up because because uh, Sloan. To be honest, it's because of Sloan. Yeah. Um. So Sloan is waiting for him to come to Thanksgiving. <sighs> Aunt Susan has brought another holiday. This one's named Wally. He's age appropriate. Uh, it's not Farouk. She was dating Farouk. We find that out. I guess they broke up. Wally seems to be more into Sloan's mom, which makes sense. Uh. Jackson shows up, and he and Sloane go to Sprouts to get some items for dinner. The Sprouts detail is really specific. Um, while there, he tries to talk to her about what happened. She doesn't want to talk about it. Um, she reminds him that they, when they first met, that he told her that he wasn't attracted to her. 
and believes that he still isn't, despite the fact that he did want to have sex with her after he hosed shit off of her back. Yeah. What a fucking dummy. Uh, and he tells her that he lied when he said that in order to get her to say yes to being his holiday. It's fucking, he said, she said, back and forth. They get in a fight. They fucking, um, there's a heart attack. A Wally has a heart attack and Aunt Su- and and Sloan forces Aunt Susan to take him to the hospital because Aunt Susan just kind of wants to abandon him to die. Um, Sloan runs into Farouk and she convinces her aunt to go after Farouk. And there's like a weird moment where they're like in love again. And oh boy, oh boy. They kiss, they're a couple, their feelings. Um, and that's it. So she sees that, oh, if, if old Aunt Sloan can find love, maybe I can too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the days leading up to Christmas, Sloan gets, goes to Jackson's place, but he's. She, she fucking sees him at the shopping mall and she makes a fucking fool of herself. Like, she gets like a microphone and just like announces her love. It's like fucking shit. I love it's you, a, Jackson. I love you. It's I a terrible moment you. that like all of these like romantic comedies have to have where like someone makes an absolute ass- asshole of themselves, like loudly making a scene to confess their love. It's like, if someone did that in real life, it would suck. I would hate that. Uh, but it works for Jackson. He seems into it, and they are in love, and they are gonna be holidays forever because they're gonna. That's the way it's gonna be. Uh, and that's the end of the film. Holidays. Yeah. Terrible. Didn't like it. Um, but my they, but had some positive notes. Uh, I I I couldn't help but but find a chuckle in my heart. At the dramatic turn of the shitting the pants scene and the weight that it carried within the film. That's great. Uh, So with that, I would love to move on immediately and find our movies for next week. We've got one more uh, week of holiday spins in us. Are you ready, Spooky? I'm ready for my last holiday. Are you ready for your last holiday? I don't know what accent that is. It seems probably I shouldn't use that. What do you think that was? I don't know. I don't know either, which is the risky part of doing an accent. All right. Let's pull it up. Where is my wheel? My holiday wheel. My special wheel. Here it is. I found it. All right. Ready? This one's going to be this one's going to be yours. All right. Spinning, 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 spinning. Ooh, boy. Another pretty recent film. You're going to be watching Last Christmas. Oh, is that the one with... That's the one with... with Emilio Clark and... Oh, my. Colton, I don't know his name, but he is the gentleman from Crazy Rich Asians. This is the uh, fucking George Michael movie. George Michael movie? Yeah, it's a, it's like last Christmas you gave me my heart. I guess it's it's, it's I like mean, that, the title that, is that based song on is a wham song. Yeah, it's, it's that a wham George, song. Yeah, but it's George Michael. It's the spirit of George Michael. Sure. The other guy from Wham, we don't know him. No. 
Alright, so what's the punishment for you if you don't watch uh, or finish Last Christmas? Richie Rich. Oh, I think you know that that's not a good show, so I suggest getting through Last Christmas. We'll be finishing Last Christmas. Alright, and for me, I'll be watching or we will on my we'll be watching well it's a sequel it's called Jingle All the Way 2 Jingle All the Way 2 Mr. Lawrence the Cable Man oh my god Uh, this came out years after oh shit years after uh, Jingle All the Way the original you're gonna have to cut out that thing when it fell. It fell. The thing fell. Mm. Okay. Okay. So yes, jingle all the way to with Lawrence the Cable Guy. Lawrence uh, Cable. And what's my what's my punishment for not getting oh. through this? Yeah, it's we're spinning the wheel. It's spinning. It's I'm hoping, spinning. I'm hoping it's something nice, something easy. It. Something Ooh. easy. Fuller House. Fuller House? Fuller House. I can't get away from this fucking show. Alright, so... Watch Jingle All the Way 2 or find a Christmas episode of Fuller House. Much to think about. Yes. Speaking of much to think about, you all have much to think about going into the week. Enjoy yourselves. Thanks for listening and come back next week. With a, a clean mind and a prayer in your heart, uh, I am Pastor Colton J. Bazinus, and uh, and choir boy Eric Dominguez is here with me, and we'll be here again. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Toodaloo.